Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. And welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple in Under 10 Minutes. This is the podcast where we take the complexity out of real estate investing so you can start taking action today, and we're going to do it in under 10 minutes. So today's topic is the self-directed IRA. It's a really popular way for people to invest in apartment syndications, but most people aren't aware that it's available to them. So Dan, let's walk the people at home through the process of investing in a syndication with a self-directed IRA. What do we need to know? Yes, this is a fun topic for me because I think contrary to what you said, it's I wouldn't call it popular. I'd call it a fantastic resource, but I don't think all that many people actually know about it, uh, but we'd like to make it popular. So that's what we're doing today. So SDIRA, otherwise known as the self-directed IRA, uh, essentially what that is, is it is a retirement account, uh, whether it be a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, a solo 401k, anything that falls under that retirement account umbrella. Uh, a self-directed IRA is essentially an uh, intermediary uh, or a custodian, if you will. Uh, so a self-directed IRA is to, is to IRAs as Vanguard or Ameritrade or any of those other brokerages are to IRA accounts. So think of a self-directed IRA, not so much as the account type, but more so the institution that holds that account. And what that institution does, what that intermediary does, is they enable you to invest in things other than those publicly traded securities that you can find on Ameritrade, Vanguard, E-Trade, any other brokerage platform. So if you're looking to utilize IRA funds for things other than those, uh, it could be real estate. Uh, if you listen to our uh, excellent podcast with Scott Maurer, uh, SDIRA professional from Advanta IRA. Uh, we discussed uh, alpacas, classic mm. cars. There's a lot of stuff that you can invest in uh, using a self-directed IRA. But in short, it is just the custodian or the intermediary that holds your IRA account for you and enables you to invest in alternative assets. Yeah, And a couple of things to point out here is one, a lot of people aren't aware that this is an option to them because there's a lot of money in Wall Street incentivized to keep your money in Wall Street. And so mm -hmm. they want to push the traditional vehicles for doing so, whether that's a 401k through your business or just a Roth IRA. They want you to be putting that money back into the stocks and bonds. Whereas with the, the, S, the SDIRA, you have the ability to put it into alternative asset classes, which doesn't benefit Wall Street. So they don't like mm -hmm. that. But it's great for you because like Dan pointed out, you can put into all sorts of different vehicles and real estate being our favorite investment vehicle. This is a great way of doing it. Now, there are some limitations, some things to be uh, cognizant of. One of those is that you can't invest your own SDIRA into your own deal. So 
I might have a self-directed IRA and I might have $100,000 sitting there, but I can't invest that into one of my own deals. It has to go into a third party's deal. So that's that's a bit of a bummer, which is where you know operators like ourselves come in because you might have some money sitting in a retirement account that you can't put into your own investment. So it has to go into somebody else's and that's where we can help out. So why can't you put it into your own investment? That's probably the burning question people have. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it has to do with the fact that it's your retirement money and the government is very hesitant to let you do anything with it, period, until you are 65 years old. Because until that point, you are not considered responsible. You're not a responsible adult. <laughs> no, they don't want you benefiting from it at all. Yeah. And so it has to go into somebody else's. And this this is a thing um, that plays uh, a big role is that you can't touch this money still. Mm-hmm. like Everything that you earn in this vehicle goes right back into the retirement account. You can't touch it. You can't live off of it. It's still a retirement play for when you're old. Yeah. The big thing you have to watch out for is, uh, you know, you don't want to be on the receiving end of that check that gets cut by the SDRA because what that happens, like if you were to go and uh, find a duplex or something that you wanted to buy on your own and use your SDRA funds to do it, what effectively would happen is the self-directed IRA custodian would cut you a check to bring to the closing table. As soon as you touch that money, it essentially counts as you withdrawing the funds and you get hit with the penalties and the taxes of uh, uh, of doing that. Just like if you were to go to your, uh, your bank and say, you know what, close up my account, give me my money. Um, you know, that's essentially how it gets treated. And there's some nuances there. Uh, you definitely want to connect with uh, your CPA and an SDRA can, uh, custodian to make sure that whatever your plan doing is a good fit, uh, because you also cannot invest in uh, your parents' deals, your grandparents' deals, or your children's deals, or your grandchildren's deals. Can't but, be vertically related. Exactly. But you can go lateral. So you can invest in siblings for whatever reason. Yep. Uh, but for, for whatever reason, when you go vertically, if you go up the family tree or straight down, uh, that's a little bit too close to you cashing out your retirement funds for mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the, for the for the IRS to feel comfortable with. So there's some nuances, but it's a really powerful tool. Uh, and it's really just important for people to know that if they do have money in retirement accounts, they don't need to just throw it back into the market. They can invest in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one other aspect to be considerate of here, which is you will be um, get hit, you will be hit with UBIT, which is unrelated business income tax, which is beyond the scope of this conversation right now. But just know that this is a tax that's associated with you know investing in something that's being levered. So the fact that we are using leverage to buy real estate puts you um, at you know. Uh, in front of the IRS for that. But in terms of what you could invest in and a comparable vehicle, you're usually coming out well ahead still by investing that into real estate. So that's a that's a really nuanced topic. So we're not going to go into that one because we're not tax professionals. Just know that it's not all rainbow and sunshine. There are some downsides that you have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll link to that uh, Scott Bauer Advanta IRA podcast episode that we did because we did a much deeper dive on this exact topic. Now, real quickly, before we wrap this up, what is the process for investing in a deal? Let's say in our syndication, we have a deal right now open for everybody. Actually, we don't. Just so you know, we don't. We're talking (laughs) hypothetically. Um, What would that look like for somebody that wants to invest uh, with their retirement plan? 
Yeah, there's a few more administrative steps if you're going to be using a self-directed IRA than if you were just going to be taking cash from your checking or savings account and using that. So it's a good idea for people to start the conversation with potential self-directed IRA custodians early before there's a deal uh, and go through all that administrative process of setting up the account and starting to get funds transferred uh, because that usually adds at least two, if not three weeks onto the whole process just getting the money from one institution to another. And then from uh, you know that third party, that, that custodian to the group that you're investing with, that could be a little bit of a process. There's some paperwork, but all that work is on the front end. Once you establish that relationship with the SDA IRA custodian and you create that pipeline from your Vanguard or your Ameritrade account to the custodian, you know, once that channel's opened up, uh, it's it's easy going forward. It's just that first time getting all your ducks in a row and getting the money in the right place could take a couple of weeks. So I'd say the first step is to find that that custodian that you want to work with and get that account opened up uh, even before there's a deal in front of you. Mm. So. And something to keep in mind, guys, I, I don't know if Dan mentioned this, I might've blacked out, but this is only going to, for the general, this is only going to be available if you have an old 401k with a former employee. Mm. So if you have an active 401k right now with your current employer, they're probably not going to let you out of it. It's worth maybe calling the custodian and seeing, but generally this is only going to work if you have it with a former um, employer or, um, you know, a self, uh, what was a solo 401k. Which at that point, you're looking at a QRP, which is the Qualified Retirement Plan. And that has its own uh, special nuances. We did an episode with Clint Coons that you should go take a look at if that qualifies for you. All right. So that's going to do it for us with the self-directed IRA. Now you know everything you need to know. We did it in under 10 minutes. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next week. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.